Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Jules the Anime Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human, and every week we go out into the world and watch a little bit of anime, and we come back here and talk about it. And today we're talking about Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. We are talking about it for the final time. This is the last time we're going to rate it. We're going to put it on the list. We're going to put it up there and pick a new anime. Not today. Next time next week because we have something very special next week and we're going to get into that uh whenever we get there but here are the anime that we're going to be choosing from and these are a ton of anime i added the the two new ones bofuri and trigun stampede so we're going to be picking one of those uh next week after we next do the week. thing but we're going to be talking about Grimgar, Fantasy and Ash, of Ash, and uh, I'm not on this anime journey alone. I've been doing this for a year with my co-host, Matt Galley. Matt, how are you doing today? Man, oh man, to, to quote the, the har- hero from the show, I am not the same person I was yesterday. Okay, yeah. That was that. I'm so excited to talk about the show. Um, there's a lot of things that I have to say about it. Uh there's a lot to dive into, and um, and also I'm very excited for our announcement for what we have in store for next week. Because uh, you know, like you said, we've been doing this for about a year now, and uh, you know we're gonna bring our uh, our season to a close, so to speak, and uh, you know move on to a fresh one. But uh, we definitely have something special in store for the in between. Yeah, I mean, I when I thought of the idea when i wanted to do something like this and i was like i want to have the incentive to watch more anime and i want to stick to it because i knew myself where i was like if i don't if i don't stream a game i'm never going to play games and it was very difficult for me at that time so <clears throat> when i wanted to like force myself sort of to watch more anime and branch out to stuff that i didn't know or didn't wouldn't usually pick. Uh, I knew the only person that I could bring along was Matt Galley. So I knew that he could definitely bring something to the conversation. He's well more way more versed in anime and uh, anime manga culture and stuff like that. So I've it's been super fun, and we're <clears throat> officially ending season one because it's been a year, and then we're gonna start off fresh after next week. So we gotta end this one. This is the last one for season one, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, and we have a whole lot to talk about. So let's get right into it. Episode nine, also hello everybody watching live on Twitch and watching later on Spotify or YouTube. Episode nine, Grimgar Fantasy and Ash, uh, how to rest. What happens in episode nine? Uh, the show takes a second to slow down and showcase a day off for the party. We get to see each of them uh, enjoying some pastime pleasantries before they eventually meet up at the tavern in the evening. They learn that their hunting grounds has become far too dangerous for the time being and decide to venture onto new grounds, Cyrene Mine. This being the place where Mary lost her old friends, she steps away from the group to calm herself down. Haruhiro follows Mary, where she uh, shares her desire to overcome her fears with the help of her new friends. Haruhiro has a training session with the thief guildmaster before the party sets out to this new dungeon. Oh, boy. Hello, Bubsy. Hello, uh, Spooky. How are y'all doing? But they're taking the day off. Yes, they're taking the day off. It's another like shopping esque episode, but I mean, there's been a considerable amount of development that has happened since the sure. last time the show uh, really s- stopped for them to take a breather, mm-hmm. which was uh, before they lost Minato. 
Yeah. Um, I, I like it. I enjoy this reprieve because it does feel like in the last episode, it ended pretty heavily. It ended a little arc there. And then we're taking some time to, to, to vibe and it does show some really cool stuff. I mean, we mm -hmm. see uh, Renata catching fish. We say Yume doing some climbing. Uh, Mokuzo just vibing after he's been <laughs> doing some cute little woodwork there. But like, all and these... I love how, like, you know, they, they're doing this. Uh, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, uh, no, no. Go for it. They're doing this, and you get to see them all in, like, these... Uh, they made a huge, you know, big deal, a whole part of an episode dedicated to, you know, our clothes are falling apart. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I love getting to see them all in this uh, these downtimes. And you can just t see how well clothed they are. They're not wearing, like, you know, rags mm -hmm. and tatters anymore. So Holy it just, underwear. It's, it's like, it's just kind of... Uh, contextual storytelling as they have been you know adventuring and you know sure. gaining money they they're going out to the tavern more often and drinking and you know uh, not worrying about those types of things because of uh, how far they've come from where the show started sure um we have haruhiro trying to figure out what to do on a day off he doesn't really know what's going on he doesn't what to do with himself <laughs> should be worried about something <laughs> yeah literally everybody right now i'm like I'm, you know, taking a break for a couple of days for, you know, the holiday. And I'm just like, I should be, what am I doing? I should be worried about something. What's going on? Don't know how to calm down. So I definitely feel his vibe. Um, the Damaro uh, goblins are causing trouble. So they have to go to the Sirene mines. And I don't know if it was me overlooking it or <clears throat> I don't know. Did they mention that they knew that these were the same mines? Like it felt like, like, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Like, they, yeah, they, <laughs> that's it felt, I mean. okay. it wasn't that's just how me. I felt. No, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> okay. they all they all went to the, the their her old party mate that explained everything and who it was death spots that did this stuff. Um, so the fact that Haruhiro is just bringing up like, oh, yeah, it's actually death spots that's down there. Like to me, it's just showing, you know, they all remember very clear as day like but you know, then they don't, remember, they don't that remember that part yeah the mary's whole party oh yeah this is the main thing about your backstory oh yeah i forgot <laughs> you let three of your members die down there and, and it's like is it because they have been together for so long and adventuring for so long that they just kind of let that you know pass that's why i didn't know i was like wait are they acting like they all forgot yeah. like what's going on because this should have been like a huge her, thing it wasn't showing her reaction no all that entire time and i'm like what does mary think no yeah. checking in on her and then she just stood up <clears> it just was... feels like super odd like yes. if you know like i know a couple core things with my friends where i'm just like hold on i can't i can't just be talking about this or i can't be like you know, I got to say some, or if I mentioned something, I'm like, wait a minute, he had a bad history with this video game. I don't know. Something like that. You would have that at the top of your mind if y'all were friends, right? Yeah. Like, there's not much that they know. They know how to fight. They know how much coin equals something to buy stuff. There's nothing else they're doing. This is one of the monumental stories of what's been happening in their life as we see it. And they just don't even take Mary's, you know, feelings into it account there. And it was just yeah. kind of... It was kind of weird. I don't know. It felt. It felt uh, I, I. I mean, I'm only okay with it because she did get up and like step away from it, mm. and he didn't chase her down and like uh, and kind of like force her to feel like 
it's okay that you know sure. they're trying to do what they're doing <clears throat> like he she's the one that kind of you know found the the willpower to um mm-hmm. you know put her feelings forward and you know speak them out loud and that she wants to overcome this but she knows that it's something she can't do alone but sure. it felt it definitely felt a bit contrived into how nobody in the party had anything to say about the mind being brought up mm-hmm. um but again like nobody would have brought it up if uh the city hadn't been overrun by goblins it's not like they were just looking to uh go somewhere else it's just their current hunting grounds just a bit too dangerous so mm-hmm. like I know what they're trying to do, but it just, it definitely felt a bit <clears throat> fumbled in the moment. Yeah, it was just a little odd. Hello, Thickest. Uh, you say, had to pay to chat on Twitter. That app sucks. Anyways, howdy. You have to pay to chat in live? I didn't know that. That sucks because I streamed this on my on my Twitter account as well. That's silly. That's really weird. Well, hello. Welcome. Thank you, everybody watching live. We have something very special to announce later on after we're done talking about Gringar. I really hope... Uh, you stick around so we can talk about that and you can hear it. Um, they paid, uh, we find out how our hero paid Silver to learn a new skill, Spider from his master. And then the real interesting part that I'm super interested in was the whole streak of light questions to the mm-hmm. master that she sees it, that she also has this phenomena. It, it happens once or twice. It see, it felt like it doesn't happen as frequently as he sees it, which mm-hmm. is very interesting to me. And I was like, okay, what does this mean? What's sure. going to happen? And we don't get a resolution here, but we do get more information about like that. This is a thing. It happens. Breathe, yeah. relax. And, and it's a skill that you learn. I, yes. And we don't see <clears throat> like I, I, up to this point, I wish we would have had him trying to execute it. And then like because of their teamwork coordination, like uh, or even uh, in one of the next episodes when uh, Renato almost hits him, like have it be like, uh when he's going in for one of those renata almost hits him and the it breaks and he mm-hmm. doesn't understand why we didn't and see any he, times yeah, where it, it failed yeah it just it worked every single time for him and then she gives him advice like you were saying like just breathe stay calm yada yada stay clear-headed and that's you know it's all fine and dandy but i just wish before or after we would have seen a time where it didn't work yeah. And him have to uh, kind of, you know, come to terms with that. But we don't see a failure, mis- uh, misuse of it, at least in this season. No, and I know it has to be a certain way where they're protagonists and they have to be, they have to not die. So the story progresses, except for the one. But like, it all feels like super perfect timeline where this is main character. I don't know if it's main character syndrome, but they all seem too perfect in that way where it always works. They always figured out, and I'm going to mention it later on in episode 11, I think, where I had an issue with it. But <clears throat> yeah, it, it, I, like you were saying, I wish it would have shown a place where their teamwork was off and it would have failed and it would have been like, ah, I got to, you know, I got to overcome this or we got to work together better or something like that. Because right now I don't feel like they're up against any hardship other than the ones they put on themselves, which is we got to go to the Serene Mine. Oh, no, Mary has this whole thing, we, which is fine. Um, but it feels like now on the trajectory that they're at, they're unstoppable as characters themselves. They just have to work together and figure that part out, which is fine. But I don't know. I want to. I want a little bit more. <clears throat> They're on their way to the Serene Mines, and we get into episode ten. I'm not fit to be a leader. So what happens in episode ten? Uh, so in episode ten, the party begins to make their way through Serene Mine with Mary's counsel to help them along the way. 
After making it uh, to a certain point, Haruhiro decides the group should return to town for the time being as to not get complacent and comfortable. Haruhiro makes an attempt to talk to Renata about the fact that he seems to not be meshing as well as the rest of the party does. They don't seem to come to an understanding and are both left uh, just with the insights about how the other is feeling. Waking up the next day to find Yume training and Mogzo cooking, the party starts their day before traveling deeper into the mines. Finally reaching a lair that seems to operate uh, within its own climate, their journey is cut short when they realize death spots the kobold nearby, sending Mary into a state of panic. Gah. Um, Claire says, we've always known you were not fit to be a leader, but we love you anyway. It's not a big deal. Matt can take change. I don't know. I don't know about... Okay. New skills. <laughs> Every cobalt has a talisman that they can take back. Um, I do mention uh, in my notes here that Haru sees the light again. And the way that they're talking about Ranta as the second tag is really interesting. I like that stuff. I like that... Um, you know, talking about gamified mechanics, about, you know, getting a party together and what your role is. I like mm -hmm. that stuff. And I wish there would have been more of that because I feel like they don't really talk about the role of the two girls that they have there, really. And it seems like Ranta is the the main focus because of what comes later. But like him and Haru, that that talk was really interesting as well and really cool um that they had that because he's thinking about his role in his own way and they're trying yeah. to understand ranta because up until now i really don't care yeah. i really don't care about ranta who gives a fuck he's super solo solo leveling whatever but he he's misunderstood and he sort of walks off and i want to know like do you think who's in the i don't know if, it, if the right thing right wording for me here is but who is in the wrong Haru or Ranta? Because See, Haru... That's, that's the thing about this situation is that multiple things can be true at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of my favorite parts about this show is that it really kind of leaves uh, certain situations open to the interpretation of the viewer as to uh, that exact thing. But like, you know, there's, there's nuance to it. And it's really a, a, a case of, I think, um, the fact that they both bring solid points to the table and at at the end of the day um they both have to uh respect each other if they want to be able to uh, operate successfully because not only does like haruhiro kind of is putting forward this expectation of teamwork means that we all get along mm -hmm. but renata is countering it by saying no teamwork means that i'm fulfilling my role to the party if you guys don't like me you don't need to like me i'm fulfilling mm -hmm. my role to the party i just showed you i could 1v1 a guy by myself and Haruhiro brings up a valid point. We could have surrounded that guy and ended him easily. But Renata brings up a good point again. Can you guarantee that'll be the case every time? You can't. No. And, it, and uh, there was a situation that that happens later where like they couldn't guarantee that, you know, we can just surround some guy. That's it's realistic and it's like portraying like, you know, how you know within a team setting, you can really have like these these situations where there could be uh things that fall that are falling through the cracks and people are going to be misunderstood and not feel like that they're uh like 
he even says like i don't feel like i I've, i'm fitting into the team well you know he he mm-hmm. admits it too um and he's saying like why is it my fault that i'm misunderstood like you guys have weaknesses too there's all of these new like nuanced points like just sure. coming in like right into this conversation where it makes me feel bad for like giving renata a hard time such a hard time i mean mm-hmm. like the the show does some things to inherently make you kind of not like him and sure. not like him like the the you know the flat chested stuff but then you know later on we even see that like you know that's probably just coming from a place of insecurity not meaning it's mm-hmm. okay but that's him projecting insecurities mm-hmm. um, and um i do gotta say renata as a character in league it's ranta <laughs> sorry ranta for that. but no ranta. i totally i totally agree um i because he he brings up the point rontic brings up the point that like if it works what's the issue here like it's working right now what's what's your issue why am i you know sort of being penalized or why why are you talking to me when you can talk to anybody else about their shortcomings but this is working and this is working for me and this works for us because we killed all these people but haru is coming at at it like well it's not always gonna work it's not Mm -hmm. always gonna be that way and we have to make plans so everybody feels on the same page so we can have something to fall back on in case things go crazy whereas ronta he's like oh i'll just stab this guy and i did it and here we are and he gets in fights later where it's like almost or i, I don't know if it's this episode where he gets like some near misses like oh he's going like Next what episode, is he doing yeah. like what's going on but he's doing it his own way and i kind of i kind of do i don't know i i do have some sympathy uh again not for the stuff that he says but for the way he's feeling because sometimes i do that as well like i'm like I think I'm the arbiter of what's right and wrong and whether I am right or wrong doesn't make sense to, you know, doesn't make sense to me, but I know that I'm right and I'm, I'm going to do it this way sometimes mm-hmm. uh, in certain things, maybe projects or at work or something. I'm like, I'm going to do this because whether we discuss it or not, I know it's, I know it's going to be done right and I can do it. And I'm like, oh, that, that's, that does kind of throw everything off a little bit where the other people may feel uneasy or maybe hard to work with. So I, I do understand where he's coming from. And that goes back to even when they brought Mary into the team and didn't uh, talk to the girls about it either. You know, mm-hmm. all of these team-based things, you know, if, uh, if you don't say it, people can't know. You can't, mm-hmm. like, everybody is not connected on some fundamental level you know with you know telekinesis sure uh, i mean telepathy or whatever like everybody you everybody needs to you know voice out uh and there needs to be that dialogue in order for people to feel understood because if they're not expressing you know their how they feel about the things that are ongoing like what what part of it is a team then Mm -hmm. like where where does uh like i said where does being like being friendly with each other stop and cooperating as a team begin mm-hmm. so they get into um the mind or the is it sirene mind yeah they get into the mind to this this forest not forest but uh agricultural level and they hear death spots mary's in shock from what she hears because she's heard it before and um yeah we get into episode 11 because it it all kicks off here so what happens in episode 11 between life and death um the episode opens with a flashback briefly showcasing mary's old friends before haruhiro uh, wakes her up from this trance regaining her composure she continues to lead the party further into the mine down to the foundry level mary brings the party to a ruined temple of lumeris 
allowing everybody a break until three lifeless husks would approach the party. Mary's old friends, taken by the curse, uh, now move with a false life. Mary asks for cover as everyone does their part to give her an opening in order to cast her new spell, Dispel, removing the curse and putting each of them to rest. Mary thanks everyone for helping her accomplish her goal. However, Death Spots catches up to them and the party flees uh, in avoidance. Complications with the escape would leave Renata Ranta <laughs> saving <laughs> our hero before getting stuck uh, without escape. Haru explains uh, to the team what the next move should be as Ranta fights on. So this episode was a lot for me. Um, so we yeah. see we open with Mary's old group showing how she used to be. You can even see in these like short little uh, vignettes of how she used to be, how she used to be so much happier in such a juxtaposition to how we know her now. And I didn't even think. I know we, they dropped that noodle of knowledge there in the past, how they have to burn the bodies until, unless completely they come forgot, back. Completely, completely forgot, forgot about, about that yeah. and wasn't even thinking about how her old mates will be down there as the undead. And I was like, oh, no. And that sucks. even recontextualizes her whole breakdown. Yeah, because she knew it was going like, to happen. I, 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 in me, to me, it's like, oh, no, she has to go back to the place where her friends died. But to her in that moment, it could have been like, am I ready to go back and put my friends to rest? Sure, because she they told us that she learned this spell most likely because she knew this was going to happen. At some point, she knew she was going to have to come back, and she's doing it now. So because of the king's curse that the old party turned undead, and um, she is going around dispelling the magic and turning them to dust. And the one moment that they had at the very last one where... He sort of grabs her the back of her head, and it was very emotional. I'm not even gonna lie, that was a lot. Mary's voice actor like goes from doing those like very distinct like chants, like you know, protection of Lumerous, blah blah mm -hmm. blah. Like goes from that to then saying dispel in the most heart shattering way. I could feel the impact in the VA's like delivery. Yeah. It was an incredible scene for sure and then they hit you with that slide card yeah it was a lot um so they're dispelling the magic from the uh, king turning them undead uh ranta has some issues with haru again because he says he overhangs when really anything can work so even right now we're having issues between haru and ranta how their fighting styles are how things should work um oh man yeah and then we we get the uh the the idea again with connecting to the title of the thing grimgar fantasy and ash this implication that everything turns to ash and they talk about it in episode 12 as well at the very end that everything we are is gonna end this way and we are consistently faced with their own mortality quite a bit especially because they're fighting monsters all the time but anything can happen and that consistent facing of death it brings some emotional weight here in a lot of these episodes. And I, it's not lost on me that this is all heavier than a lot of other quote unquote isekais that we've seen, or we're going to watch. So that that's there. Um, they all learn something during that battle. They, they take something away, which was really interesting to me that they all learn a little bit about themselves in the final battle with her old mates, which is mm -hmm. kind of cool um i like that so we have some action and ranta saves haru but haru or 
Ronta saves Haru, but Ronta is left at the bottom of all of this stuff. And I'm like, this is episode 11. What's what's going to happen? We have one episode left. How much do we have left? Like, because there's so much to kind of like, this is the penultimate. This is leading up to the final thing. And I'm like, we have so much to go over. Will they have enough time? Um, Claire says, this is our second group of monsters that doesn't seem at all monstrous either. They're farming and just keeping to themselves. You know, I didn't write that down, but I do want to talk about it. Yes, you are correct. It still consistently seems like the humans are bad. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, okay, we're okay with that. Okay. Even, even, I mean, that's like, (laughs) no, are we, are are we surprised? Let me lead with that. But, um, Cyrene Mine, they do present the information that, like, you know, they started to attempt to build a stronghold in order to keep a better grasp over the uh, borderlands or whatever. And then, kobolds came invaded and took it over so like um it it is a place that was once owned by humans but kobolds overran it Um, but i thought they were there first that the and then humans came in and then they ran humans out maybe i missed that i don't know no no no, i don't know (laughs) i don't know um but it you know either way it's like uh over how many however many years it might may have been if it's become a place where these beings like you know uh live and farm and stuff it's like you know yeah who's who's the bad guy i still haven't seen them put a sword into any human attack a village or anything this is all for you know the human's little game and it's really odd because they have an agricultural up uh lifestyle here the other goblins were playing chess these are clearly you know uh smart beings because they figured all this stuff out and it's just really odd maybe we are the animals and maybe we are the the demons maybe we're the grimgars maybe the maybe the real (laughs) grimgars were the friends we made along the way yeah i guess so really in this anime because we're just making friends but not making much sense of the world um i like in this one how I think it was this one where Ranta was like, go save them. You're the leader, right? Because after all this bickering and stuff where we think that they're not getting along, they're not meeting heads, they're they're bashing each other uh, sort of left and right, mostly Ranta bashing into Haru a little bit, rubbing sure. against him. He's He still has that overarching idea like, well, you're the leader. Come on, go save them. Yeah. Do something. Leave me behind. That's the right thing to do. And it was really cool to see that, that, even though he's, um, you know, it really reinforces that he is just going on his own way and he still understands the fundamental fundamental roots of what a party is and yeah. his role in the party. So it's like it, he said, you know, Haru may Haru. Yes, you have weaknesses too. everybody has strengths. Everybody has weaknesses. I'm I fulfill my role to the party as this off tank. You're, you're still the leader. Somebody's the leader. That's you. Mm-hmm. So I really think that that's why in that last conversation, he really gives him the runaround and he gives him such a hard time is because he's the leader. Like um, he that that wasn't there before Minato died. Sure. Plain and simple. But then Haru comes into this position and now, you know, there's questions that need to be answered, things that need to be figured out. And without somebody like Minato, who is just so inclined and natural at fulfilling that role, I, I think that that's why um that's why ronta Ron, ronta <laughs> was giving him such a hard time is because he does want him to be a good leader but it's like you know now if you're gonna pull this stuff out like let's 
talk about the problems because you have weaknesses too Mm -hmm. um so again these like i i think this show does good for like a rewatch because you get to see that like people are acting like the characters are acting like people in the show they aren't acting like characters sure they're acting like people with nuanced mm-hmm. emotions and feelings and characteristics that don't always come to the surface until the moment when it actually does matter. For sure. Um, hello, Dan. You are driving. Thank you for your service. I appreciate coming still here and watching the anime hour. We have some, uh, we're going to get talking about the next episode and some other surprises about what's coming up next in the anime hour saga. But we're on episode um, 11. And You said so. You said this is good for. I'll, we'll talk about it at the end. We'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> um. Anyways, so episode twelve. Uh, we got to save Ranta. We're gonna figure it out. What's gonna happen? We have one of our members down there. We got to save him. We have this death spots coming at us. We got to get out of the mines. We got to figure it out. Episode twelve, the last episode of Grimgar uh, Fantasy Nash. See you tomorrow. What happens in episode twelve? Uh. Ranta manages to get up a floor and uh, hides out while the rest of the party begin their rescue efforts. Ranta causes a commotion, drawing the attention of many kobolds and thus the rest of the party. Escaping from death spots and regrouping with the party, Ranta escapes with everyone else up to the next floor, uh, then taking a breather before moving out towards the exit. However, the party finds out that death spots is still in pursuit. Almost without reacting, Haruhiro restrains the beast and sends them both flying back down the cavern after giving Ranta a familiar send-off. The party takes the opportunity to escape, leaving Haruhiro to face Deathspots alone. Coming to terms with the situation, everything that led him up to now and everything that will happen from now, Haruhiro's flow state commences and without giving it any thought, he follows the thread to his victory and Despot's defeat. Haru would fall unconscious before waking up to Mary, welcoming him back, uh, spending some time at Minato's grave in contemplation before grounding himself in the moment and appreciating the things that he plans to never forget. Oh, and it's all over. See you tomorrow. Uh, see you tomorrow. Claire says in episode 12, everyone goes to get a coffee and find a replacement paladin for their black knight. Hmm, that wouldn't be nope. bad. I mean, that would that would solve a lot of stuff, but whatever. That's fine. We're their friends. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so we're saving Ranta. He gets up a level. Um, this didn't work for me. <laughs> I him, knew we had to speed it up along. A level? We knew I knew we had to speed it along. We saw the one way out that they were going. And it got completely obliterated. The last thing we see is on episode 11, he's facing all of these monsters. And he just goes up a level. <laughs> and we're like, okay, cool. How, though? And I would like to see that. And that really sucks. Um, because I don't believe it. And that was like one major point for me. I was like, he's already fallen and he is hurt. And how are we supposed to believe the last time we saw him, he's facing all these guys. How did this happen? And that was just it i don't think the show presented him as being injured from the fall because he was like he was ready to he was ready to fight sure started shooting arrows at him and stuff and when we see him again in this episode he looks wounded and injured okay and i mean just like out of there seeing his kit (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. I can just imagine him running that exhaust over and okay. over and over he again did do it until before. he finds another way up. Sure, because he did, uh, you know, in the past fight, he did exhaust like four times to try and get away from everybody. <laughs> so I can believe that. Sure, he That's exhausted like, away. But I understand, like the when when you know, hey, <laughs> it's time to escape the mansion and get out of danger cut to being well that sure was a crazy yeah. escape wasn't it like it was that's frustrating it was super jarring for me yeah. and i was just like what what are they doing come on yeah give me something show me show him running away yeah. that's fine a show him running like, away finding a little ladder seconds 15 yeah. seconds yeah literally it, it doesn't need to be long claire says friends is a strong word all i can really say is he's a guy who stood in my boobs a couple of times true <laughs> yeah actually yeah because we do see uh you may yuma you may you may we do see you may being like well, I don't know about in the last episode, I don't know about helping him. I mean, he I didn't like the way he called me flat chested, and um, but I do understand, and that was a really cool growing moment as well, or showing how good of a person she is. Not really a growing yeah. moment, it's like showing how good of a person she is because she's like, I don't I don't like what he does. I'm not a big fan of it, but like I know how I would feel being down there alone, and that sucks. And I don't want to put anybody through that. So that really showed her character. Not so much Ranta, and yeah, friends is friends is definitely stretching it. Uh, coworkers, like yeah, exactly. He he says it himself. You know that you guys can all go play buddy chummy friends friends on your own time. I'm gonna I'm gonna fulfill my party role, mm -hmm. and that's it. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like me, you don't like me. I don't care. <laughs> um, Ranta calls on his demon Zodiac Zodiaco, and they're really funny. I love their laugh. <laughs> They just kept laughing. I can't even do it. I tried to do it the little, <laughs> like really fast. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's super cool. I I like that character a lot. I wish we would have seen him more. I wish it would have been more yeah. more of that in the previous episode. That would have been. And cool. that's like that something something that I wanted to mention. Like walking into this as well is that uh this series is still ongoing in uh its light novel. Sure, um, light novel, and it's only gotten the first season as an adaptation. So, uh, like that—that uh, that doesn't mean that like I want to give it a free pass on everything that it like you know kind of doesn't follow up on. But there's it, there's uh, for sure a certain few things where it's like I hope that that gets you know expanded on at least later in the light novel series. And if it mm -hmm. does, that's great. Uh, but you know we're not gonna know. No, I no. Uh... <laughs> So Haru is there being the leader that they need, talking to the members about Ranta and about saving him. And um, I like that Yume actually ran out of uh, arrows. That was really nice. I was yeah. like, because I knew she was getting low. And I was like, are they going to do the thing where they just have infinite arrows? But she's like, I ran out of arrows. I'm like, oh, dope. Cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, Buzzy says the light novel is what got me into reading light novels. Oh, okay. So you've been a fan how many light novels of them have you read i don't even know how many there are i didn't look into it any I more information the first season is just an adaptation of like the first book or something like that sure. and there's like nine or so mm -hmm. so far cool so know. yeah um death spot snaps moguzo's sword and haru sacrifices himself um and he didn't really think about it like what do you no, think yeah. about him like immediately just doing it and I uh, think that he that's exactly the, the type of thing he would have done in the situation like it just given everything that we've seen from him up to now like that's the second he hopped on top of him with his little yeah that I was like I know he's gonna you know pull the 
everybody's going yeah the hero card he's he's going for right now and um that's you know that's exactly what the story needs in this moment this is this is like what completes his arc like what what does it mean to be a leader to him Mm -hmm. and in this moment like it it's he showcases it it means that like at the drop of a hat i'm willing to risk it all for the safety of my party because uh i know at the end of the day like i they're it came right off the back of him talking about how they all come together to cover each other's weaknesses and stuff like that. So it, it really was like he, he comes to a realization of like everything that they've been doing, the efforts, what it all means. And then it culminates with like uh, the, the biggest challenge so far, put it right in front of him with the only answer in that moment, really to be, to throw themselves off mm-hmm. um hello cosmo hello welcome to the stream and bubsy says i read the first one and it gets good you were talking about the biggest problem so far but in this instance when he gets to face death spots alone um it seems too easy um that he sees the light that we've been focusing on for this you know past couple episodes he has the talk about battle of life and death mm-hmm. um you know, will Mary come back to cast a spell on me too? I hope so. Like, all that's great. I love that development. I love him talking to himself, figuring it out, and trying to work through what's going on. And then it just goes into slow-mo, and he does his little thing, and he finds the spot that's going to kill death spots. It brings up so many mechanical questions for me that I can't let it go. Because, like, I thought it was going to be, oh, they're down so much a level whenever the enemy is down to 10 HP, you can instant kill shot it. I thought that's what that move was in, you know, game mechanics terms, but him death spots falling down. Wouldn't do that. I don't think to, um, to me it's uh, it's because this came out, uh, you know, seven years ago to me, this is the, uh, the predecessor of Tanjiro's opening thread where he, because of sure. his advanced, smelling that's how the show presents it because he can smell out where there's the one move where if he strikes uh it'll you know finish his enemy and to me that's like that's kind of like what this the representation of this like flow state is trying to do is that like you are you have the the perfect opportunity to swiftly defeat an enemy and at first it seems like you know just with an attack totally okay with that but um it you know kind of takes another step further into saying like you can almost uh create better conditions for yourself because it we see him get like a Mm two-parter um it's this one specifically because yume had already shot an arrow into one of his eyes it's like kind of like if you take out his other eye He's going to blindly swing and then you can easily repost and, and, you know, kill him. Sure. And that's essentially what happened. But like you said, because he knocked, he knocked Maguzo's sword into his body, sort of. He Um, cut Death Spot's sword off. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Of the cut through it into Death Spot. It looks pretty cool. It It looked really cool. cool. And I, I did like, feel like i was gonna rip my hair out in the moment because i yeah. was just, i was not expecting that to happen no. like honestly it did happen like the way fast. everything was set up in this moment i thought he was for sure 
gone. Dead. And then the flow state happened. And even then, I thought it was going to be he blinded him. And then it like because it, it was showing the eye. But then it went for the follow up attack. And it in the moment, I absolutely like, yeah, loved it. Lost my mind over it. But um, that, yeah, just uh, it makes me just wonder. Yeah, like you said, mechanically, how these things could happen. Because then it's like, what's stopping him from doing just if when he had two eyes, what then the flow state just shows him how to blind both eyes. Why not? And but, why they never actually, you know, get into deeper why he can see it, what seems like more than his master that taught him. He, he it seems like the way they kind of set it up that he sees it more than normally somebody would, somebody that has crafted their their expertise for longer than him um claire says i just kind of figured it was rogue backstab but it's kind of weird he can kill a boss with it yeah it was the whole eye thing plus the other move but yeah it, it it i don't feel good with it yet and i don't know if i will it just didn't feel right i'm just like in my in the back of my head i'm like oh they have to clean it up really quickly so that's what it felt more like i understand what's happening yeah. i do see what's happening yeah, yeah, yeah. but more so i'm feeling like oh they have to wrap this up this story up really quickly and they're just kind of going through it um buzzy says is expanded on in the light novel i wish yeah, they went into it more that the show you know what now that you mentioned that's a light novel i would rather read this than yeah, watch it that's what i mean um, like I, I i love everything that we got but i like it's just one of those situations where the story that they're telling just doesn't have the capacity to be told in 12 episodes honestly or Honestly, you just take those first two episodes out and <laughs> just kind of add go some more of add some not not even just go from there. Just take uh, I'm sorry, restructure those first two episodes to give some of the intrigue and setup stuff that we get later earlier. That way, it can have some more time to flesh some of this uh, mm -hmm. these final um, moments out to be more satisfying and more developed mm -hmm. because they are satisfying in the moment and like at like what the story structure calls for um uh, and again i did think that he was gonna die in this moment and i'm glad like i'm really glad that they went the other way with it mm -hmm. but uh it uh see all the all the things that i had said before didn't make me believe that i just believed that i never had that doubt in my head um so i guess i'm coming at it from a different way because i was just like oh yeah he's gonna figure it out I never had the doubt that they wouldn't figure it out because I saw him always find the right spot every time that they need to. And besides um, Monato dying, I just didn't think that anything could go wrong. It seemed too perfect to me. Um, Maybe it's just me because I'm coming off the back of a Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen okay, viewings sure. um, that... Uh, that i'm just ready for the worst to happen yeah just but, uh... everybody's gonna die everybody <laughs> dies down here they're all zombies at the end but i, I like I, sure. I was really in the moment like once he threw himself off and he's coming to terms and stuff and he's like you know mary can i hope mary will come back and you know cast a spell on me too like the way he's coming to terms and that's an like and i didn't mention that the way that he is able to come to terms in the situation and bring himself into that calm coolness, I feel like is another reason why he was able to pull off that flow state entry or whatever you want to call it. But uh, because like every uh, that, you know, narratively speaking, right when Despot showed up and before now he was panicking. It's like, you know, avoiding Despot's. Uh, oh, he's here. Everybody run, get out of here. But that was the first time he stood in front of him. And just calmed himself down, had control of all of his emotions. And uh, 
so like narratively speaking i there's there's enough there for me to have felt justified but it's like i'm putting all of that together um after the fact but also in the moment it was satisfying for me so it leaves me in a weird it did state. look pretty cool sure it, it, it leaves me in a weird limbo because like i i know there's more there further on that could provide answers but i also know that yeah i'm just not we don't have them in the capat in this bubble right now. No. Um, because then right after that, everything seems to be fine. He wakes up with Mary. She's back to her old self, seemingly. She seems happier with Haru. I think they're gonna get together at some point. Um, and Haru goes back to Monado's Monado's grave, and we get that whole discussion there with him. I did write here that in these last four episodes, or last three, I think, the animation got a lot better. Like it looked better. I don't know what it was. Um, the colors and, and the the way it was all the fighting and stuff. I was like, this is really good. Like animation wise, loved it. Got better over time for me. Um, just I don't know if it. I noticed that. I, I, okay. I felt like it was pretty consistent. Yeah, not saying it was bad before, but it no, did. No, I guess, like, I guess you're right. Better. Like it got it got like better. Like this choreographed. shot, like, yes. The like, and oh. like. But I also think that it also has, uh, you know, you, maybe, you know, the the stories being told from Haruhiro's perspective, he's the uh, first person narrator. So you could even chalk that up to um, a decision him. like, you know, him gaining, you know, you know, more clarity into the world, et cetera, et cetera. It can be thematic and intentional. Not sure if it is, but uh, that's definitely a possibility. So he says... Day by day, we live and get better, living to meet our future selves. And he has this conversation with Minato and about, you know, being a leader, about going forward and all this stuff. And it was sort of an end there. And we'll see you tomorrow. Um, this, we got to start rating this anime. So we're done. <laughs> we're done talking about Grimgar, Fantasy and Ash. That's our complete talk about it. We got to rate it. We got to put it on the scale here. We rate animes on three different criteria animation storytelling and vibes and we give it a rating and we put it against all the other anime we've seen this season and we're going to talk about it so animation i think we both agree is great but where would you give animation for grimgar fantasy and ash i th i'm pretty sure i'm giving animation an s on this one like maybe it like slinks maybe into an s minus at times but it's i think it really puts on a showing for an s um in terms of an argument for its art style uh and the fact that this is a, a seven-year-old anime and it is held up incredibly well and sure. it's far uh like just the art style itself lends so much to uh the creative direction that the show is able to take itself in mm -hmm. um so i'm giving it an s for animation where would you rate it for animation? Yeah, I mean, animation 10 all the way, 10s across the board. I love it. I love the watercolor backgrounds. I love all the stuff. I love the super, like, uh, you know, the detail mm -hmm. on everything, all the characters, even, like, the detail in the fighting styles. We mentioned that before in a past episode, but the detailing in how they move and things like that, I really enjoyed that aspect of all the fighting. I wish it was more, but animation for me is a 10. Uh, I think it says, haven't seen an episode of this anime, but having you guys explain it was like listening to a video essay of it. Cool. That's what we're here for. So so sometimes if, we, if you don't like an anime, you can just listen to us talk about it and go through it. And you'll get the gist of it sometimes. If you didn't watch up to episode 12, you got 
a recap of what's going on. Um, we got to get going because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Storytelling. What would you give storytelling? So storytelling is where like I did struggle to rate this show, but um, I'm giving it an A. Uh, I'm going to give it an A for storytelling. It didn't have the strongest start. Um, it really recovered its ground and found its pacing, I feel like, with the introduction of Mary. I think Mar the way that uh, Mary's whole like uh, kind of arc was structured really carried a lot of emotional weight throughout the show uh, into like leaving me feeling rewarded for not initially taking a liking to this character, but seeing them let their walls down and their emotions out really, um, really enjoyed that. There's uh, a few things that we talked about, you know, I, I, I now right now in this moment, I can't bring them up because like in broad strokes, I thoroughly enjoyed this story. It was an emotionally rich and um, satisfying story to experience, in my opinion. So on that accolade, I'm giving it an A. Where are you going to put it for storytelling? Um, storytelling, give it like a seven. I did not enjoy this. Um, would I watch it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would not watch it again. Would I read the manga? Possibly. Or the, the light novel? Sure. I mean, I get it. I get the story, and I'm cool with it. I, I liked how they dove into more emotional beats. I like how they went into stuff we'd never seen in anime, but will I go out of my way to recommend it to somebody? I wouldn't. Um, I thought of it more... Oh, well, they didn't even talk about like where they're coming from because they got isekai here. There's a lot of stuff that that That's for like, me wasn't... I really hate the fact that we only get a season one of this because sure. this is definitely one of those times where after but, the show I would have continued to watch into further uh, for to get those answers. But from what I read online after watching it, I don't think they ever go go into it. Oh, really? I couldn't I couldn't find an answer. I looked all over Reddit and stuff like that, and I was like, "There's no answer here." They just came out of nowhere so um well think it says that was a fast i would not watch this again Actually, I, was, I was holding in my lap to let you speak <laughs> because it feels it feels a lot like to me like the walking dead because i watched the walking dead and like it doesn't matter now where they are or where they came from but now they're here and there are other things like that too and there's other people that might have come into this world like them and you know surviving zombies but like just like the walking dead they focus on the stuff that i don't want to care about like i you make me care about it but i don't want to walking dead they're focusing on these long stories about all these new characters that bring them in and, and all this stuff when i really just want to see the zombie fighting i want to see the zombies die and i want to see you sure. go into the battle so you want a, a zombie survival but they're they're putting a drama in front of you they're putting sure a and with drama. this one it's like i they're they're isekai in this world we don't care it, it for some reason they're here all right we're in this new world now and then when what they give me is you know in this beautiful fantasy world of great you know uh gods and stuff that we never got to talk about we got uh zodiaco into it and i wanted more of that stuff and i wanted more fighting i do like the whole you know that they started from the bottom i understand that they're nothing and we're supposed to follow the story of nothing but they give you this this huge template and we're stuck in this little contained story and i'm like yeah do a thing please so it, it just have are you familiar to draw a parallel with uh video games right now are you familiar with the shenmue games <laughs> um i've heard of it i don't know about it that's like you know shenmue and gta and that's like how i think of like grimgar and something like sword art online where just like they're 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 going the same direction but they're on two different paths sure um like and 
whether or not that's a good thing is to be said and you know uh objectivity and all that so um i definitely see what you're what 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 you mean where they're not giving you no. what you're expecting out of no. the story whereas i'm in this boat of like being pleasantly surprised by this uh being my my expectations were thoroughly subverted in what i thought i was going to get in this mm -hmm. show and i think that's why i'm left in a positive state um after watching it Dicka says, I heard SAO my ears peak. No, not that. Um, Bubsy said, just an FYI, there's 19 volumes oh of the light novel. See, I think it's the right story, and I'm fine with the story, but it, the medium didn't work yes, for me. Here yes, I understand. Because the anime, when I watch an anime, I want something else. When I read a book or you know read words on a page, I'm okay with taking that time to dive into characters, to dive into their stories, and, and dive into interactions between them. But when it's presented on me, you know, on a screen for 12 episodes and you're showing me this other cool stuff, I want that cool stuff. But I, that's why I do think I would like this better because some manga I really do enjoy more than the shows because of that. I can take my time or I can, you know, save some for later and, and you know, really think about what's going on. And I don't think for me this one hit me uh, as an anime to watch. Again, I would really like to possibly get the first light novel claire says have you heard about the three blades the three blades yes the three blades <laughs> um running on time um yeah. vibes where do we put it on vibes uh i'm giving it an s i really liked it i enjoyed my time with the show with these characters uh i there's things that i wish could have happened um but uh the more i think on the things that i wish you know we would have gotten um it's it's uh it's almost like i i start asking for too much and i i want uh you know dinner and dessert and this show's just giving dinner and sometimes that's okay because i'm i'm full after watching the show for sure uh like i said it was to me an emotionally satisfying and thematically rich story that provided a lot of questions didn't give a lot of answers but a lot of the questions that it did provide were uh, along the lines of moral quandaries where it's not about the answer to the question. Sometimes it's just about the fact that you're asking them uh, a lot of that in this show from what uh, from what I uh, from what I was able to pick up from it. Wish that there was a continu continuation, but there is not. S on vibes. Where would you put the vibes? I gave vibes like a six. <laughs> I didn't like it. I wasn't, I was there for it. I was here. Um, I was thinking about it. Like what, what's, what's an instance where I would recommend this anime? Because I don't know if you could recommend this anime. Would you recommend this anime? I would, I, I would recommend this anime. Really? Okay. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, it's show. like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but like, again, it's like, I, I, I recommend this anime not under the context that like this is a great anime to watch i think this is just a, a beautiful story to experience this is not a, like a great anime but like we we episode one we were you know we talked about what constitutes being an anime and you know the the concept of anime being a medium instead of a genre and like i just find this show so intriguing in so many different ways and again after having a thorough catalog of animes that i have watched in the past it just it really subverted my expectations in a lot of ways where there are certain scenes where i thought things were gonna go one way and they went another like i 
I just really can't quite put into words how much I loved that conversation between uh between Haruhiro and Ranta. Ranta. It just really displays how complex people are. And I really just haven't watched another show that I can think of, save a few that uh, really demonstrate human emotion and the nuances sure. of it as well as this one. And that's that's why I put it where that's why I rate it where I've rated it. Okay. For sure. Claire says I found it refreshing, but not very well paced, and the execution was only okay. I feel bad because I was thinking about it. When would be a time for me to recommend it? And I thought about the perfect time when I'm having a house party and we got some music going and I want to seem cool and have some cool stuff on the TV with no volume. And I would have this anime up there because it looked very pretty. I feel bad because that's <laughs> what I came up with before you said all that. But here we are. No, and I, and I do that's, understand. Yeah, that's I, the beautiful thing about, you know, stuff like this, though, is that we each kind of take what, you know, we're, we're it. The themes of the show double back onto this conversation, honestly. Like we're, we each experience that in our own way because mm -hmm. we're people with our own experiences and emotions and we felt those things in our own ways. And, you know, it, it, yeah, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it there. Sorry. Another way going. to recommend it is if someone says they what they watch. <laughs> watch um, yeah. If their favorite anime is Jujutsu Kaisen, I'll tell them to watch it. <laughs> um... <laughs> The pacing wasn't there. It should have been set in a faster pace because it was only 12 episodes, which is probably why the light novels did so well, but the anime only has mixed reviews. Again, at times it was boring. I understand the emotional beats were there, but I feel like it could have been pushed a little faster. It could have been, I understand the time that they needed to take, but again, at times it felt like it was taking too much time. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. What did you just say about JJK? That it's mid. Um, so we got to get going. We got to We rated it. We rated the anime. And the final results are for Grimgard Fantasy and Ash. There it is. I rated Grimgard Fantasy and Ash B. Matt S ranked on Grimgar. I did Bam. not expect that, to be honest. I didn't know you liked it that much. That's really cool. I really, I'm really glad you liked it. Um, can't tell we you have it... another time I've cried so much watching a show. See, I, I didn't mean, feel it. I didn't, I didn't cry okay i was yeah. a little baby okay that's awesome um <laughs> no that that's really cool i i on other anime i has definitely hit me like that as well and some of the other ones uh that we've watched this year but here it is on the list this is the last time that we're gonna use this list this is the last time that you're gonna see these anime on the screen when we do this here because this <laughs> is season one i'm sorry <laughs> what what it's still like don't like the future diary now. disrespect well it's going to be ending uh today today's the last time that you're going to see future diary down there and that's the last time we're going to use this list because after today it's the start of season two and we are still going to be picking up new animes we're still going to be picking out new animes from the anime chest just like we've been doing it and we're going to do that next week but next week we're also going to be doing something very special because we have to commemorate and hopefully do this yearly um we have to commemorate the time that we spent on the animes that we watched throughout the year and we're going to be doing something very special and it is called the Crunchy Awards. The Crunchy Awards hosted by Jules and Matt. 
The Jules and Matt Anime Hour Crunchy Awards will be honoring the anime that have touched our hearts and give the golden crunchy rolls to the winners. So be live on Twitch next Wednesday, same time as today, but we're going to be doing the crunchy rolls. Uh, we have Mark that date, November mark 29th. Mark the date. We are going to be doing the crunchy awards. So that, uh, lo- that little golden crunchy roll there is made by Rex Zambi. They made that, and they made that for us. It was super cool. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be rating, uh, not rating, but we're going to be giving awards to some of the animes that we uh, really enjoyed and, you know, giving them an the award and honoring them. The best will the... be receiving a crunchy. Yeah, they're going to be receiving oh. a crunchy. <laughs> Big old oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the future, so future dies running all those rewards, right? Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll We're have a worst of, <laughs> yeah, worst anime award. We should add that. But we have a couple award, uh, the stinky tuna award. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple award, um, categories that we're going to be talking about next week, and then we're going to pick a winner, and that's going to be like the final of the year. This was the best in this category and we have that we're gonna start planning that out and we're gonna be doing that show next week so next week the crunchy awards presented by jules and Matt anime hour there i'm super excited it's really cool and it's gonna be a per, uh, perfect way to send off the anime that we've seen and then start fresh because we're <gasps> we're naked um we're gonna start something new uh the next year so next season after next week we're going to be starting from scratch. We're going to go start from the bottom. Here we are. Pick a new anime next week as well to be the first anime of season two. And then we're going to be adding a couple little stuff. And maybe um, when we finish an anime, you may have an input on what the final rating will be. So stay tuned for that. Uh, future Diary is more like Future Diarrhea. Mama. That fucking... <laughs> Um, but <laughs> that is in Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. And next week, the Crunchy Awards hosted by us and Matt's winner. Whenever you're not isekai into a world from somewhere we don't know about, where can they find you? You can find me on my Twitch, uh, sometimes streaming at Matt underscore Galley. Follow me on all my socials, just add an ITS at the front, make it ITS Matt underscore Galley. And when we're not here with you talking about how much you love JJK, where can the people find you? Jules the Human on all social media, J-U-L-E-S the Human on YouTube, on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. I've been reading a lot of manga, so talk to me about manga. Uh, Join the Discord. If you aren't over there, watch this show. If you missed any of the show, you can watch it on my youtube channel youtube.com or you can look on spotify spotify just look up the jules and Matt anime hour and you can watch it there with your own eyes you can almost never find matt on his switch in fact you're statistically more likely to find him literally anywhere else i think we're going to play some games right now so yes that is very true um so that is the end of season one and next week the crunchy awards and we're going to be picking the best of the best from this whole year of all the anime we watched and starting a brand new season so Look forward to that, and we'll see you next week. Hope you all have a good night.